At Kroger, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Kroger app and save from wherever today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Today on This Week in Pop, The Office. Only The Office. Only The Office. That's what this podcast should just be. If you are a fan of The Office, this is the episode to check out. We're going to run down our favorite seasons. We're going to recap all the seasons, and we're going to run down our top three episodes of all time. Hard to do. If you are a fan of The Office, this is the episode you want to check out, and then tell your friends all about it. That's today on This Week in Pop. Welcome to This Week in Pop. I'm Tommy this West. Week in Pop. Oh. Better? Better. I think what will happen is one day we're going to take all of your singing and harmonize it and then make our own <laughs> uh, intro out of that. That's how we're going to get it. Uh, I'm Tommy West. Maxwell. Uh, Jenna. Oh, no. Geez. Oh, Jenna. She got blown up Jenna. by a firework. I'm honestly concerned where she is now. She's a firework. Like the kid, you know? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I, I, know you, I know what you did. I saw what I did there. But this, yeah. oh, this episode, I'm excited. I know, me too. I'm usually not excited for this. I usually hate yeah. this podcast. Hate it. <laughs> you sound like our, our fans. I know. But now- uh, We can actually talk about that too, very briefly, uh, later on, after the main thing we want to talk about. But we have done some listener surveys. Oh. We have- um, you know, done like focus groups mm-hmm. and ask people like, what do you think about this thing? We force them, we lock them, Would we tie them down to a chair. This person. We didn't ask that question. Oh. We could do that in the second round though, okay. if, that, if that's what you're, you're into. Always. Um, this week, it's, it's a holiday week. <laughs> There's not a lot going on. Yeah. We wanted to talk about something that really interested us. Yeah. And possibly interested you. Because if you listen to this podcast, I think there, there's a handful of TV shows that we pretty much suggest. If you like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You might like this podcast. If you listen, if you like parks and recreation, this podcast, dirty rock, this podcast, uh, the other one I'm thinking of arrested development, that one, God damn it. I missed that one. I don't know how, <sighs> um, and another one that comes up every once in a while is the office. The best. Yes. Last week, I explained that I have been binge watching it again. I should also mention uh, during the day when at my day job, I have I have one of those like two computer screen setups. Whoa, fancy man! Very fancy. I wanted three, but they're like, calm down. You don't need three. Three. Um, But on that second screen, it's dedicated to just the office that runs on Netflix all day. (laughs) Just in the background, (laughs) and you're still employed, right? Some people, and I and I want to defend myself here. Some people go to work and they listen to music while you work, right? Mm-hmm. I listen to episodes of The Office. Hell yes. In like I a small it. corner in the background. I love it. Works I'm a little turned on right now. Man. Um, and recently I went through my cycle again. I go through my monthly cycle. It happens. I'm a normal <laughs> girl. Uh, and I got up to the episode where, and I think I explained it before, where uh, the episode starts. I think it's the beginning of the ninth season, maybe. Yes. I, think that's what I you mean, called it. Michael leaves uh, towards the end of season seven. Right. But season nine is where Andy becomes manager. Right. right. Where the camera pans up and he has like, the, he's like, he's like tapping on the desk. And then he does that very Andy smile. Actually, you know, I take it back. He might also be manager season eight. Is it season eight? It's season eight and nine, I think. I mean, he leaves okay. for a good portion of season nine. Then, yes, it was season eight. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, 
and and that's where I'm like, okay, cool, I'm done. And I and I tune out. <laughs> Back to season one. I get to see a little Robert California. He does the interview, and then Jim explains that they were going to hire him for the job. He looked and walked away and became the CEO. Yes. And, and then, then Andy like, comes in, and then Andy, and they say, so our actual our new manager is, and then him, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go back to the pilot again. <laughs> um. And, and it, and I've explained my reasons why there and, and, and to really glance over it, it's just, the show becomes not what it was. And I think what I love about that show and a lot of people love about that show is yes, it's familiar. It's really funny. And it really touches on a lot of the very typical things you come across in a working environment. And it just exemplifies it in a way that character character makes it a caricatures characters. Um, and then at that point, uh, you know, they're, they're doing silly things to a point and they do it with Michael Scott too, but you know, it's still acceptable, but there gets to a point where the show becomes like a parody of itself at some point where it just becomes so unrealistic and unbelievable. So you haven't watched season eight or nine at all? No, I have, you have. I have. And, and it just gets depressing. Like I, I enjoy watching it and then that happens and you know, the show has to take some time to find itself, but even when it finds itself by the time, like they brought some of the writers back for season nine. Nine, yeah. It was just like they were just trying to wrap it up and they added Duke Clark or Clark plop, Duke plop and, and, and yep, Plop yep. and and just like Jake Lacey. Why why are you doing this? Like this yeah. is But at the same time, I like having more. I mean, I yeah. it's like the arrested development issue. Like yeah. I love that there are new seasons coming now, but it's too much time has passed. And at least with the office, it was continuous and you get, you have slightly more with the same characters and yeah. some of the same writers. And if you honestly get sick of seasons one through seven, <laughs> occasionally eight or nine aren't so bad. Yeah. I mean, they're not the same. You're right. They're not. And yeah. Michael Scott was the glue that held yeah. this a show together, you yeah. know, everything revolved around him. Yeah. And when he's gone and he's not the, and he's not a, a suitable replacement, right? He was a filler. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it wasn't the same, but that being said, I don't entirely hate him as much as the rest of the world does. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, the thing is there, I obviously they were in a tough spot because you can't just clone Michael Scott. You can't just bring in the exact same replica of what Michael Scott was. They did a different version, a different take on it. Basically, the the template was he's a bad manager, but to a, to an extent that it makes it funny. Michael Scott? No, I mean, well, really both, right? Um, except the the glimmer was the fact that Michael Scott, despite all his flaws, was a a good salesman. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, somehow got, he manages. He a great salesman who got promoted too early. Right, and then the flip side to that is that the rest of the office just performs despite him basically and it makes him look better at in the end yeah which is what happens through some of the uh, earlier seasons with with andy however it just becomes like you know sort of like rompa room of like what's the crazy thing that's gonna happen this week yeah and and you know they threw in some like random drama and things that didn't necessarily need to be and even his relationship with erin which I never fully yeah, never, understood. It never came to be. It was kind of an odd yeah. match, but uh, I liked sort of the, the transition of Michael leaving to me was actually very entertaining. I love Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah. Everything he does is funny to me and yeah. him uh, playing, <laughs> uh, I'm blanking on his name, G uh, D'Angelo Vickers. Yes. The fa a name I, I think he made up on the spot. 
Uh, it's just like his yeah. silent juggling to Evanescence is probably one of the funnier scenes in the in the latter yeah. half of the series. Yeah. Um, and, and and that by the way, just so you know too, I mean that's that's sort of my point is I didn't immediately check out at they're getting rid of, of uh, Michael Scott. I mean even after he officially left. And they're doing that whole like trying to find a new um, yeah. manager. I still hung in there because it was still the office. But to me, for some reason, when when they come back on that next season and Andy's manager, Robert California is the CEO. And then they're trying to realign the show to like who really the leads are. Yeah, and, it never really got there. Yeah, because at some point, you know, Dwight is a funny character. But they they changed him. He he stopped right. being the weirdo that he was, and he got a little little more sane, which I, I don't like that he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know the character shifted. The minor characters had to take a little more of a role, and right. you're not used to that. You yeah. know, Kevin or Oscar or Angela, yeah. they got more screen time, and yeah. that might have not been the best thing for the show. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, by the way, and before we get into what this entire conversation is about, which we're going to talk about, um, what we think the best season and we're even going to point out some of the our we think are some of the probably the best episodes we can do top three because anything more than that i will yeah that works i'll take too long um of the show but i have a theory okay and rewatching it again i went into it with my hypothesis okay and i left feeling like i confirmed it all right the smartest person who is always right is I forget his name now. What? Wait. What? <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, what's his name? Uh, what do you mean? What's his name? Give me his the son. person whose theory you're going into right. this whole series. Oh man, for. I really, really blew that, that up, was didn't a I? Horrible setup. Um, what's his name? I'm not going to help you. In accounting, I'm going to watch you. In accounting, nope. I don't know who it is. Yes, you do. Nope. So there's Angela, Hank, the security guard. There's Angela. Yeah. There's um. Yeah, oh, uh, Oscar. Not helping your own cause. There's Oscar. Yeah, and then there's. Come on, he makes chili. Sure, yeah. He's uh, I forget. His oh, I hope you get. I hope you get so much shit for this. <laughs> Can you please help me. His name is Kevin. Kevin. The one thing I noticed is that no matter what Kevin says, it is the absolute truth. In a simple way, sure. In a simple way. Like, even, like, when he points things out and says things, it he is always 100% on. To the point where, like, he points stuff out before it's even revealed down the line to be something that's true. Like what? Anything. I'm telling you. Go back and watch the show. And may, I'm, I, I have to believe it was unintentional. But if you watch it, Kevin becomes, and I say smartest because I mean, like, he points out things that are absolutely true before anyone else picks up on things. And all it is is because it, he, it, he plays simplistic to the point where he ends up saying things that are, and sometimes it's crass and sometimes it's hilarious because it's, you know, ha ho, who says that stuff like that. But everything that man says is absolutely 100% true to the point where it's almost like he's the smartest person in the office. Okay. I don't understand at all what you're saying. Go watch my theory. That's I, all I'm I saying. From the guy who didn't know his name. I'll, I'll, I'll watch your theory. for a second. Everyone has like a blanking moment. <laughs> Not for the office. I had a Kevin moment. You did have a Kevin moment. Yes. I forgot his name. A smart moment, name. apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um, so you want to go top season right now? Yeah, well, how about this? I mean, you know it better than me. Sure. Uh, obviously, because yes. I can't remember names. Yes. Um, so let's go over it. So this season one. What? What? Are, what's our synopsis? Season really one there? was really, I mean, truly it was fantastic. Short. It was short. It was 
not a shot for shot of the British version, but it definitely yeah. tied a lot in with what the British version was. Right. Michael Scott was meaner. There was yeah. a little more of a racist undertone to it. Uh, <laughs> like he was much more uh, of a crass manager. Yeah. Try my kooky kooky. Yeah, a little more offensive. Uh, but it, it was it was rough in the best yeah. way. It was it, you know the characters didn't really have their own personality. Yeah, it was Michael Scott show. Yeah. The characters were sort of bland. They even even yeah. the colors were very drab. Yeah. And you didn't know much about them mm-hmm. except that they worked for this horrible man. Yeah. And it's all about how they survived their day to day. Yeah. But as a as a first season, I thought it was truly fantastic. I really do. And was was that the because the one thing that, that you point that out in the beginning, I think it was actually season two. When when was um when was the episode where Jan comes in and, and has like the women's Women's appreciation. Women's appreciation. Season two. That was season two. Yes. Okay. Towards the end of season two. Okay. I mean, I mean, so yeah. I was going to say there. The thing I, I think about very early on there um, was when uh, Michael is getting pizza, and he's like, "Everyone loves people. Women love pizza. Men love pizza. White people love pizza. Black people love pizza. Do black people love pizza?" And then it cuts to him with this like face, just As, like, like, yes. like just nodding his satisfied. head, like satisfied, like yeah, yeah, they do. But even that was a little more of a light. <laughs> Yeah. racist joke as opposed right, to what it yeah. was in season one where it's a little heavier yeah he becomes more ignorant to yes. things than than being racist yes. I, and i and i think um i think it was a, a good way to go with it because to that point yeah he comes off a little undertoned racist but then they sort of convert that into just ignorance as the show goes on where he's just too stupid to understand what he's saying exactly they yeah. did a little better job at bringing into season two of humanizing him a little more as a person highlighting his skills as a salesman especially in i think it was the, called the client where yes. he's, he goes to chili's with uh, <laughs> uh i forgot jan. his name jan and the the actor oh Oh, I should now. I'm wow, messing up. I'm, I'm rubbing off on you now. You are Tim Meadows. Ah, Tim Meadows. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, um, ladies' man. And you show that he, you know, really had the skills as a salesman. And yeah, he really should never have been manager. But here he is right. trying to be a friend. Yeah, and a boss at the same time, and it's yeah. very hard to do. Yeah. Um, one of the best season openers of of a of a show, uh, the Dundies. Yes. For the opening of season two was truly fantastic. Yeah. That's when you really get to see a little more of Jim and Pam develop yeah. as a couple, even though it doesn't really focus on that as a show. And I like that. Yeah. There are little moments where you focus on that, but it's not the yeah. main part of it, which is nice. Yeah. And, and, and can, I mean, I was, I was one of the people, and I don't know, were you in the camp of people that had seen the UK version prior to watching yes. the office? So what I liked about that is that in the UK version, there's, um, which the best episode of that ever is, I think that one is called Training Day. I could be right or right or wrong. In the British one? In the British one, uh, where they have the, the seminar, mm-hmm. uh, with, with the, with the trainer. Um, and their version of Pam is, is, uh, is having a fight with her boyfriend and it appears that they broke up. And then, uh, Tim, which is their version, our, their where the British version of Jim goes to ask her out and she's like, oh, I'm still with my boyfriend. He's like, yeah, no, I, I, I know that. I, I meant like, you know, as if like friends. Um, and, and this show sort of led up to being a lot different than that. Like they took that, that basis, that premise and just built it up over time to the point where this guy, a guy was beating himself up and he was never had the courage really. Um, and yeah, I mean, they definitely took it in a different direction and you kind of see how they, took the basic premise of the story, even like the Dwight character. And they, they really like from season one, 
started with those basic premises and then really divulged as the as the as show went on. Yeah. I mean, season three, I think, is when the show start to hit its stride. I yeah. mean, to me, if we're going with top seasons, that to me is my best, that my favorite season is season three. So what happens in, what are we at in season three? Season three is sort of when we get into Jim transferring to Connecticut. Okay, yeah. Told his feelings That's where about it opens, Pam. It opens up in, it opens, he's in It opens right after the kiss. Right. Casino night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jan, uh, Pam essentially turns him down for yeah. a second time. Yeah. Uh, and Jim gives up and he moves to Connecticut and yeah. he meets Karen. Right. And uh, little Andy. Yeah. Who was not going to be a recurring character, but the writers yeah. loved him and they yeah. sort of kept him on. I mean, the funny thing is during season three, uh, uh, originally Scranton was supposed to close, but then Connecticut wound up closing. Yeah. Uh, so everyone from Connecticut goes to Scranton, right. some of the employees, the idea was to them all sort of leave episode by episode. One employee from Connecticut <laughs> either quits or yeah. gets fired. And Andy was going to be one of them, but yeah. he, they liked him so much that he eventually yeah. became uh, a star Especially of the show. Fat Tony. <laughs> fat Tony. He was so fat. Pepperoni Tony. Pepperoni Tony. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. some of the some of the better episodes uh, to me were in season three. The merger was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Beach Games is a great episode where yeah. Michael has very absurd qualifications to be manager, <laughs> like walking on coals yeah. or eating hot dogs. Yes, uh, just a very very solid season where I think the the fans started to come mm. and they sort of knew they had a hit on their hands. Yeah, I mean that season seemed to be the most uh, level. I'll say. And I mean, I can't, we can't talk about that without talking about the fact that I don't know about you. Here's the thing. I love Jenna Fisher. I have a a crush and I will always have a crush on her. And I made a fool of myself in front of her in person. (laughs) Um, But I will say for the, for the sake of the show and I it would never have happened, but come on, Karen was much better than than (laughs) Jenna and then uh, Pam. And I don't mean that even looks like, I mean, Karen. right. Because I, if you think about it too, like even the personality wise, like he actually seemed a lot happier. And it's funny because like, I, I mean, it, it, the show is written as it's written, but if you can go back and like, you know, whether, whether you're projecting or not, you look at it and it's like, that was a lot more of a stable, uh, mature relationship then going back to the girl who is like, you have these like cutesy, like play games with, but perpetually rejecting him. Right. Yeah. Um, and but it's, they have you know, history there, you know, yeah. it's Jim and Pam. Yeah. It was never Jim and Karen. It was never going to be. I know. I knew that as cool as Karen was. Karen was cool. The writers had to yeah. take her away. Plus I think her dad was a GI or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you're very exotic. Is your, <laughs> did your dad a GI? And then uh, we go into season four. Um, I think season four starts with weight loss. Um, no, you're, uh, that's weight five. loss is five because that's when to- after Toby leaves. All right. Season three ends with, mm-hmm. oh, season four, sorry, starts with fun run. Yes. With the yeah. fun run, Michael Scott, Meredith Palmer race for the cure. Now I will say as we go into this and I'm curious, I, I cause I sort of forget and it all blurs together where we're season I'm going to, and this is season four. Yes. I'm going to put my money on, I think, season four or five, and it's a toss-up, was the better best season. Okay. I mean, I'll give you the layout. You let me know which ones you okay. actually think, because season yeah. four is sort of where uh, Ryan is now yeah. the new boss mm-hmm. in charge of Michael. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, and we learn sort of about Michael's relationship with Jan. Yeah. A little bit comes into light. Yeah. Uh, it's the season where they have the, the launch party. Uh, it's the season where we, we see Dwight's farm for the first time, his yeah. beef farm. Jim and Pam stay there on their first date. That's their right. first like oh, away, away date, yep. uh, weekend date is with uh, yeah. uh, Dwight and his cousin Mose. <laughs> um, and you just it was it was an abbreviated season. Um, was it was that because of the writer's strike? I think so. But this is where we get some really, really gold episodes like the dinner party, yeah. which is one of the best episodes yep. of all time. Uh, the deposition where mm-hmm. you, you read Michael's journal. Everyone gets yeah. a copy of it. Jan, what, was, what was the line? Jan everywhere. <laughs> Jan, a tan everywhere. Jan everywhere. <laughs> and then. Uh, as hot as Ryan, but in a, in different, a different way. In a different way. <laughs> just a cool guy. Just a hot, you know, just, just, a, just a cool dude. Um <laughs> And then one of the better finales also was Goodbye Toby, where they had the yes. big party for Toby. Yep. And one of the best arcs is a, you first meet Holly Flax, yep. uh, his eventual <laughs> love. But the, the 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 arc of her thinking that Kevin, Kevin is mentally challenged <laughs> is one of the most genius bits of writing big ever. Day for him. When they're sitting and when they're standing at the vending machine, <laughs> she points out the button in his hand. It's just amazing. Amazing I th- writing. I think what I love about that too is is even when uh Holly sort of tries to like talk to Michael about it, well, like it's been a big big day for him. Like he and Michael just Michael's writes it like, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has been. <laughs> and and it's funny because like even even on the other side of it of what like Kevin's actual, you know, abilities, like, yeah, no, that actually is still That's a fitting your own sentence. Car? Yeah. Yep. This is my car. <laughs> I'm totally going to do Holly. <laughs> She's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> She's helpful. Uh, I also, I also love the fact that I, I want to say it was in the beginning of that season or maybe it was, I forget which season it was when you never actually meet Kevin's fiance. Stacy, Stacy, but she's alluded to, and it, and he always alludes to the fact that it was a really hurtful, painful divorce, except later on, it's eventually revealed that he was like reading the newspaper and he says, like, I think the, like uh, whoever's going to like take it all the way to the, the, and then she says, we're done. (laughs) Oh, it's funny because uh, there was a whole Reddit thread about the, the secret really like depressing life of Kevin. And they linked together all these little one lines about his betting problems. He was a compulsive gambler. Yes. And that was the main downfall of his marriage. And they didn't really, they didn't focus on it. They like, that was where we found out. And I was looking, the Celtics might, the the, the Eagles might clinch this year. And she says, we're done. That's the only time we really know about his marriage. Uh, but this, this thread, I have to find it. Maybe we can post it on, on, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, just really very specifically detailed how Kevin lost his wife. (laughs) And I don't know if it's accurate. I don't know if it's just fan fiction, but it was very well done. Um, so after Toby leaves and right. he does eventually come back mm. in season five. No! <laughs> it's like um, one of the greatest gifs of all time. Thanks to, um, thanks to that moment. Uh, uh, Michael's relationship with Holly sort of goes away because uh, the David Wallace finds out they're dating and yeah. he, he has her move back to, uh, I think, Utica. Yes. Um, uh, Nashua. Nashua. Thank yes. you. Um so that go- that goes away, mm-hmm. and then sort of this new thread was this new guy comes in, Charles Minor, yep. played by uh, Idris Elba. Yes, and Michael eventually quits, yep. and he forms his own paper Michael company paper because company. that's the right thing to do in this economy. Right. Which, by the way, I I love, and I feel like there could have been some more 
not parodying, but in the world of the way Michael Scott would think that he's essentially Jerry Maguiring <laughs> of like who's coming with me. Yeah. And they sort of do that where he's just try, try, trying to like drag Phyllis with him yep. in, the, in her chair. Um, and I got to say, like, that was a that whole story arc is is really um, it's fun and it's, it's fun. fun to see see Michael sort of succeed in a weird way. Yeah, it tied um, up, it tied up way too neatly. Like, yeah, it had a very easy arc to complete. But I right. mean, yeah, he had to come back. Yeah. But his journey away, getting Vikram, getting Ryan yeah. to be part of his dream team, <laughs> uh, soliciting his Nana yes. to get seed money. Which, by the way, I I gotta go back and look. But his Nana is that the same actress that plays. Nana, no, for, it's it, not. She looks very much she like. Does, like but it's not the same one. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Pam, Pam's Pam's Nana, Nana. Yeah, no. <laughs> gam Gam Mima 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 Mima. They're it's, gonna name her. They're gonna name her after you. They're gonna name her Mima. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, always just a little off, and it's the, that's yeah. the best thing about him. He's just he's just a little wrong, yeah. and that's what makes it <laughs> the best. Uh, well, 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 how the tables turn. How, how the turntables. Turns that's it. How the turntables. Turntables. Um, now, we're still in season four? Five now. Five. Yes. Okay. So, Michael comes back. Mm-hmm. Michael, Scott, uh, Michael Scott Paper Company is no longer. I am. Pam is now a salesman for some reason. Right. That is a horrible arc as well. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't end as well. The season finale of season five company picnics not the best uh not the best season finale yeah not the best finale but it was a good way for michael to reconnect with holly because she was going to become an important figure i did i did however not really fully understand why they tried and i don't know if it was on purpose where they they sort of threw in that random dwight has a friend at the company picnic oh rolf yeah i got i was and part of me especially watching it now is like were they trying to introduce someone for him to play off of it's possible like, i mean i mean you know, he does have a series of odd friends and i mean later on his yeah. his other guy nate is a fantastic oh, character yeah. yeah um but they could have been testing somebody out i mean it's possible yeah. i mean you we, can only play off moe's so much essentially he just they never play off moe's i mean i mean Moe's is just always alluded to in the weirdest ways yeah. uh which and it's fun which is uh, for I I mean, I think everyone probably listening to this knows that's Michael Schur. That's the uh, producer of the show and also the producer of uh, funny enough. If you take his beard off, he's also the person um, that everyone worships over in the good place. Yes. It's on the wall because it's the same person. Yep. Also Parks and Rec, Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine, yep. all those hits. Yep. Um, so then we go into season six. Season six kind of all over the place. That starts with weight loss. No, no, no wait, I'm sorry. I mean that that was when Holly was around. That was season. That was last season. Okay, this yeah. starts with gossip where Michael makes up lies because he finds out that Stanley's having an affair and right. Okay, says that he's a male model. Right. Oh, this is with the interns. That's where it yeah. starts out where they have the summer interns yeah. and that they're ending and yeah. Uh, the bigger highlights of this season was the wedding in Niagara. Pam mm-hmm. and Jim finally get married, which I'll never understand. They went and and. And her hair was all wet and disgusting, and they came back, and and her hair was magically dry. I'll never get over that. It's a big. You're gonna have to get over that. It's not an important detail at all. Yes, it is for a sitcom. Yes, Uh, these are. It's it's actually big. Jim and Pam in this season. They they get married. They have their the baby. Um, But one of the best episodes. This is gonna be in my top three, even though we're. I'm already skipping ahead. No, you're Uh, not. Murder. When they do the murder mystery (laughs) 
in Savannah, Georgia. Creed. Creed, Creed's line in that, yeah. Creed's thing in that where, uh, hey comes, boss, what's he comes, going on? He comes in There's late. been a murder, <laughs> and you're one of the you're, wait, you're, you're the, one of the suspects. you're one of the suspects. Oh, uh, cool beans. I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, settled in. And, uh, I'll be right. out the door. It's, out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Creed's reaction to stuff like there's an episode like a cold open where uh, they're saying like the phone guy came in and taught Michael that there's a PA intercom function and. Uh, and he starts, you know, Michael's like, if you look out your left window, you'll see Vance's refrigeration. And it cuts to Creed actually looking out the yeah. window like like the building's moving. He's having to, he just yeah. wants to see. He wants to just be a part of it. <laughs> he really is a great character. Yeah, Bo Body. <laughs> yeah, his term as manager was fantastic. <laughs> he should have been the manager. It would have been much more entertaining than yeah. Andy. Um, but yeah, Murder, <laughs> to me, is one of the greatest episodes they've done. Savannah. Uh, one of the most cringeworthy episodes. A lot of people don't like this episode, but I mm. think it's fantastic is Scott's tots when he promises oh tuition to a, yes. uh, a group of kids and cannot afford the tuition, but yes. they all expect it. And he's been putting it off for, I think, 10 years. Yes. It, my favorite line in the entire episode, and it's not even like a quotable line. It's, it's something you can only really just like share with friends like you and me and, or people listening to this podcast when he goes through and tries to soften the blow and says that, you know, if you're going to college, oh, yeah. you, you know, you can't go without a laptop. They and, all think they're getting a laptop. And then the laptop is useless without batteries. <laughs> and I have a battery free or one of you. And everyone starts, starts throwing a fit and screaming. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And settles everyone down. It's like, they're lithium. <laughs> And then it just fires up again. That line and that delivery of like, calm down. No, no, no. They're lithium. And then it's genius. It's, it's a, it's a, it's one of those rare lines. And the show has a lot of great lines. It has a lot of great acting and improv, but the reality is like, it's lines like that, that paired with the delivery that make what this show is so, so unique. And I think that's like a good cornerstone to what makes this show like, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And a testament to Steve Carell. Um, so we move on. This is when Saber takes over. He thinks it's called Sabre. Uh, they, become a, they become a printer company randomly. Um, and then season seven kind of starts to go off the rails. This is the beginning yeah. of the end yeah. for Michael. Uh, not much in terms of character development. And yeah. Andy tries to get with Aaron. You know, Andy does his play. He does Sweeney Todd. Um, the one thing I never understood with, with Aaron, too, as she came along... Um, I never fully understood why Michael never embraced Aaron. And even when like, but I mean, he eventually did really at the end. And, yeah. and, but I, what I, what's funny is I feel like she would have been a great, like, um, counterpart to his personality through, through it while, while but she no, was around. He, yeah. Well, he was for, for a fair amount in the beginning, he was very stubborn towards her cause he yeah. didn't want a new Pam. He liked Pam. And yeah. then Aaron, but they, never, but they never played that. They never played it that he didn't like her because she wasn't Pam. No, but he yeah. just didn't like her because he was, it was a stranger. Right. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. they eventually definitely had a father daughter dynamic that was yeah. fantastic towards the middle of season seven before he left. Yeah. Um, and then unfortunately he does leave in the middle of season seven and we don't have to get into season eight or nine because they're, yeah, not, they're worth not worth talking about. Worth talking about. But quickly, let's go into the top three uh, episodes before we run out of time. So yeah, please enlighten. Me. Oh, geez. Um, you know what's funny is going back a lot of a lot of my episodes, my favorite episodes were two parters. But oh man, um, it's tough. Um, I mean, 
I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll start here. I know what my number one is. Okay. So I'm going to back. I'm going to have to back it up. Dinner party is my number three. Okay. Dinner party. The, the quotable of this. The only reason why it's not like one or two is because it doesn't actually take place in the office and it's such like an off setting that I feel like you, you can't really give a bottle episode that doesn't exist in the office, like real sure. top billing. Um, but it obviously is, it stand stands on its own. It is so much to take away from it. The, the, um, just, just the, <laughs> the insight into Michael's depressing, terrible life. Yes. Um, is is so insightful and fun and and the flat screen tv bit the plasma (laughs) is is hilarious and it's so michael scott stands there and watches tv for hours um between that and and the uh um where he sleeps at night (laughs) yep is is great um i'm gonna start there with number three i'm gonna bounce over to you and and see what like what's your number three my number three it's it doesn't really have to do much with in terms of plot but the, Mm. the duel yeah. Between Andy and Dwight yeah. is fantastic because Michael's little side trip to David Wallace's office where he yeah. tries to figure out what Michael's doing right. And Michael has no idea what to say. <laughs> and he is just staying in David's office the entire day. Yeah. It's just a fantastic episode to me. And just really good development in terms of Andy and Dwight. Finally, just both realizing how manipulative Angela is. Yeah. Um, but their their fight is is great. So that's my number three right there. Um. Number two is hard. I got to be honest. Like it, it's really hard to pinpoint a number two. Um, man, I, I, I mean, let me ask you this. Like, if we go back for a second, like what, what, where you said your, your favorite seasons, like season three, mm-hmm. what is it that stands out to you about season three? The writing's just sharper. It just, yeah. it was much more on point. I don't know if it's because they had more time because of the writer strike, Yeah, but the, just the writing to me, through and through it there was no boring moment of yeah. uh, season three um the one thing that stands out to me for some reason uh and I'm, I'm just gonna throw it in here because i really have it's really tough to punk number one is really easy number three there's really gotta easy. be two pick it oh man um it's not um um is not the name of an episode no um i'm gonna go with the deposition the deposition. The deposition. I mean, the lines out of there of like the insight into Michael's life and, and uh, really, I love, I really love it when David Wallace shows up in general. So for David Wallace to show up anywhere is just for some reason fun. I think what, what I love about David Wallace is a, I think anyone can relate to anything. Every, any, there's a David Wallace at every company. Mm-hmm. There's a guy, he looks like every manager I've ever worked with. And, um, and he's a fun, weird foe from Michael Scott because he doesn't understand him. He's not a business person. Um, and you sort of get that weird insight into like an actual, like he's a nice guy, but he's also a corporate guy and he doesn't understand Michael. And, but the lines out of that and the, and the reaction of Toby throughout that entire thing, uh, is just, yeah, it, it's just, it's a fun episode with okay. like, it's so quotable. That works. Uh, two for me is the, in season two, mm-hmm. no season three, I'm sorry, is the coup. Uh, mm-hmm. when Dwight tries to take Michael's job and become <laughs> manager, cause it was a very odd move for Dwight. Dwight was very yeah. loyal to Michael and it yeah. was a very strange move for him to make, but a bold one. Yeah. You know, he, Angela's prodding him to, to make a move cause Michael is just messing up they're watching yeah. uh what's the show they're watching dawson's creek or one of the shows 
varsity blues varsity blues, varsity yeah, blues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in 30 minute increments yeah. <laughs> and jan catches them okay last time <laughs> yeah kevin does the recap yeah um and michael's scene with dwight when he asks him about the dentist yeah. when he knows and they're just like michael is just this <laughs> the way he delivers like, like what's his name yeah just Krentis. very slow your dentist's name is Crentis. asking to see his teeth yeah it's just it was really just one of, the, one of the better scenes in a, in a show. So that's my number two. Um, number one for me, and it's not, it's by far. And uh, I've watched it so many times and the, the dialogue, the bouncing is, is so fantastic. The only episode that, that probably should have been number two for me is uh, I forget which, I forget the actual number episode it is, but it's when uh, I think it's the PowerPoint episode. Uh, when when Ryan has yeah, that's like, in the beginning that's in season three yeah that that's uh, what I'm what I'm kind of ramping up here too is there's a few episodes where they have this really snappy dialogue back and forth that takes place in the conference room and that's the only like you know uh, sorry that's season four I think yeah. that's either either Dunder either Dunder Mifflin Infinity or yeah. the launch party it's one of those two yeah um. But uh, that's your number one. No, no, that's not my number one. Okay. But I'm saying like there's a few episodes where the dialogue is really snappy. And there in that episode is where they have the the debate about like the use of whom going back and forth. Yes. Like whom is like it, it's only if it's used as an object. Ryan right. used me as an object. <laughs> yeah. and that yes. like bouncy dialogue back and forth. The one place and, and it's really like the first good. It's a two part episode. But really, it's only part one um, is uh is it safety training? Stress relief. Stress relief. Yeah. The one that won them the Emmy. That was like, that was the yeah. Emmy winning episode. Where oh, yeah. the CPR training, the CPR training yeah. where everything sort of goes off the rails. <laughs> but, but I think what I love about it is the show and the situation dissolves, right? Or uh, devolves, devolves. I forget that. Mm-hmm. Not good with words. First, it starts off with, um, <laughs> with Dwight starting a fire in the office or pretending there's a fire in the office or getting everyone all stressed out, causing Stanley's heart attack. And then from there cutting over to the meeting with Wallace in New York, and then they go back and then they do the CPR training and that entire CPR training by itself, that one scene yeah, that, that, that is, that is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series because of how it devolves in, to, in from like <laughs> the dance off, uh, the, the dance off yeah. and, and, and pans back and Kelly's dancing <laughs> and even Michael's reaction when uh, when he pans up and he goes, uh, he has no arms or legs. Do, uh, we, re- do we even resuscitate? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> even just like the the camera movements on that, literally everything, just sells that moment so so well, and uh, it's it's one of my favorite things in that series, hands down. Yeah. Uh, number one for me, it's got to be the Dundies, uh, season two, episode one. Really? Just because it was a fun way to introduce the characters a little more, uh, and Michael's just necessity to be liked outside of the office and how much he tries to prepare so much. And it's just, it's just, it's always just a little off. Yeah. Like his rap, the cue cards, the words that he crammed onto the cue cards for his rap is too much. Uh, and misspelling busiest beaver with bushiest beaver. <laughs> 
it's just everything. Like his first crush on Ryan starts becoming yeah. thing. Sexiest in the office goes to Ryan, <laughs> which they call back to that later. Later, uh, yeah, when he finally doesn't doesn't get the award yes. and he gets a little upset about it. Yeah, um, but to me, that's just a, a really better, uh, more of a better introduction to how the show was going to be because yeah. it was a, a very drastic change from season one yeah and it made it a little more lighthearted. yeah and more importantly it also set off uh pam's ban from ever walking into, <laughs> into a Chili's Chili's again, again. Yeah. yes so those are my top three and again it's hard because every episode yeah. is just gold yeah i love this this is a fun episode yep. of just like just office talk we're gonna watch it right now after I, this. I am let's go let's go let's All do right, it let's do it uh thanks for checking us out uh we're back next week uh with more this week in pop pop pop